Hi, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bitchin' with Brittany. Um, before we get into the actual episode, just a couple of things I want to mention here. Uh, number one, I did record this before Christmas, so you will hear some more Christmas references uh, talking about Keith Sweat and how he wants to be my Santa Claus. Uh, anyway, I'll let the podcast get in, or I'll let the episode get into it. But uh, the other thing I want to put out there is that... Uh, you know they have, how they talk about like manifesting things and how like if you put it out into the universe, uh, then it'll come true. Well, whenever I recorded this episode, I mentioned a couple times that I didn't have COVID. And then at the end of the podcast, I say, hey, don't get COVID. And guess what this girl did? She got COVID. So uh, I'm fine. I'm asymptomatic. So I didn't even know I had it. But I'm quarantined in my apartment. It gets a little bit lonely. So luckily I have this podcast. So at least whenever I'm talking to myself, I'm not actually talking to myself. So thank you again for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, let's get on into it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bitchin' with Brittany. I am Brittany, and I will be pitching today. Um, I just want to thank everybody so much for your patience um, in me releasing this episode. It's It's been, I think, about a month, but generally this time of year, especially with my job, is pretty busy, pretty hectic, you know, and then you add on traveling with family and things like that. So, um it's just been kind of a kind of a long month for me. But anyway, uh, hopefully I'll be back at it. We got some really good stuff. I've got some good things planned coming up um, after the new year. Got some people who have signed up to be on the show. So we're going to have a lot of fun in 2022. Um, and I'm really excited for the direction that this goes. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to what really matters, which is the reason you came here to hear me, bitch. So... As I had mentioned, I was traveling last weekend and went went down to see my family. And by the way, my family has the best Christmas tradition, like fucking ever. It's my favorite thing ever. I, I can't talk about it enough. And my friends are probably all like, yeah, you mention this every time you talk about your family. Uh, but our Christmas tradition is we get together and we just share a meal. We don't like buy each other gifts. We don't, uh, I mean, we might buy like a little something, but it's mostly we just spend our time together and we share memories and we laugh and we create new memories and it's just really, really fun and it's just always a really enjoyable time. Um, but my my uh, brother and his boyfriend came over to my parents' house on Friday night and we were eating and... My brother's boyfriend and I got to cracking up because we started calling our parents' garage the, or my parents' garage, the archives, just because it sounds so much cooler than saying, oh yeah, it's probably in my parents' garage, but you could say like, oh yeah, I've got to go dig for that. It's somewhere in the archives. Like, that's just so funny. So that's become like our new thing. So whenever you hear me talk about the archives, it's actually me talking about my parents' garage, (laughs) which just makes me laugh so freaking hard. Um, But anyway, yeah, so like... My, my family gets together and, and it's just a really, really enjoyable time. I get to spend time with both of my siblings and their significant others. And, and it's just, it's really, truly wonderful. My sister and her girlfriend are amazing and like, ah, family time gives me the feels anyway. Um, but 
Ryan and I on that Friday night were laughing about the archives. So on Saturday, I went digging through the archives and I found a shit ton of um, CDs, which I mean, were things that I knew were probably in there somewhere. But it was it was just really funny to me because it's this huge stack of like these like nine, late 90s, early 2000 artists, you know, like Britney Spears, Savage Garden, all that um, in the in this stack of CDs, plus like some mixtapes. So like the nostalgia part of me is just going crazy because I found some CDs in there that I haven't listened to probably since I was in high school. Um, but <laughs> like, if you know anything about like mixed CDs and stuff like that, it just has all these different songs like um, on, on Sunday, on the way, on the drive back, me and, uh, my friend that was riding with me, we listened to some of these mix CDs and it was just so funny. And it just got me like thinking about all of this, this music that I used to listen to and how I was like so obsessed with it. Um, I legit sang a song called Dr. Worm by They Might Be Giants word for word. And I probably haven't heard that song in 20 years. Like, it just, it cracks me up so freaking hard. Um, like, that song, if you haven't listened to that song, please hear it. Like, it, I, now I'm probably going to put it on a playlist somewhere. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, me and my friend were listening to these CDs on the drive back. And, of course, there's skips in them. And, of course, they don't always, like, play exactly right you know and then not only that but you're trying to figure out like okay i haven't listened to these in two decades um what might could possibly be on here and just the myriad of music was hilarious like me and my friend were just cracking up at some of the songs that were on these cds like it was just absolutely hilarious and i'm still not done going through them like I have started kind of listening to a few of them here and there. I mean, I think we got through maybe four or five of the CDs. Um, but <laughs> So look for these on Spotify eventually, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all of my mixed CDs and I'm just going to find the songs on Spotify and then just make playlists that are named the same thing. Um, I had one that said, I heart Michael on it. You know, so that'll be the name of the playlist. So if you're interested, follow me on Spotify and you'll get to peer into the mind of young Britney, which is uh, kind of an interesting place to be. <laughs> but I mean, anyway, so uh, last night I had to I ran a quick errand and I just I didn't want to plug in my Bluetooth. So I just popped in one of the CDs and it happened to be the Backstreet Boys black and blue album. And, and this is where we start to really get into the bitch because like, I only listened to the first two songs last night and my mind just was like, yep, this is what this episode's going to be because like, holy shit. The first song, the first motherfucking song is about a man who's cheating on his girlfriend. This is called The Call. So if you want to listen to this, the, the song starts out i'm actually gonna play just kind of the beginning of this song because it is so freaking funny to me and it is so dated but um like i just like the first song and i this album came out in 2000 so like i don't need to say my age out in public but uh 
you know, at the time that this came out, I mean, I was jamming to all of these songs. Okay, so this is the, the I've got it pulled up. This is the first part of this, the, the Black and Blue album. Okay, so just to kind of discuss that and how the song transitions, it goes into him saying that his battery is low on his cell phone. They're going to a place nearby. Got to go. And he hangs up on his girlfriend and then ends up meeting this chick while he's out with his buddies and then fucks her. And then like the the song tells the story of like later his friends find out um, like Anyway, so, like, this song, first off, like, can you imagine, like, 11-year-old me, like, bopping to this song and knowing all of the lyrics, and and it's about this guy, like, cheating on his girlfriend. And also, the most unrealistic part of this song, even at the beginning, is the fact that his battery is low. Bitch, please. That was non-existent in 2000. Like, I probably still have a Nokia 5190 somewhere in the archives, and not only does it probably still have my high score from Snake, it's also probably still got battery life in it. Like, come on. Those things never freaking died. Dropped calls? Different story. That was a real thing that we had to deal with, and that was very, very irritating. But not your fucking cell phone dying. Bitch, please. But then, like, once you get to uh, the next, like, verse of the song, the lyrics say, like, what if my friends found out she wasn't my only one? Y'all, I was singing this, okay? Oh, my God. And it, it just blows my mind. Because this song came on, and I immediately was like, oh, I love this song. And then I listened to the lyrics, and I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> and then... <clears throat> excuse me uh, that's not covid i just have allergies uh, so but then you move into the next song which is shape of my heart and i'm sorry if you don't know this song even if you didn't listen to pop music in 2000 you know this song it was fucking everywhere so i i, I want to know who wrote this song and i'm sure i could look that up i'm sure i could i don't care that much but also like it makes sense, but also it resonates a little bit at the same time. The the chorus, it, the lyrics are, Looking back at the things I've done, I was trying to be someone. I played my part, kept you in the dark. Now let me show you the shape of my heart. Like, that first part hits, okay? At first you're like, oh, shit. It's like an adult. Now I can look back on that. And even, like, therapy has helped dramatically. And I look at that and I'm like damn okay i get it but then it comes to the part like and show me the shape of your heart i mean i get the metaphor i guess but it's just kind of confusing maybe am i the only one that feels this way i could be but like heart shapes really aren't that uncommon anyway um also is this song in reference to the first song because if you've done some bad shit you do not deserve that girl. She deserves better than you. Like, don't be a piece of shit about this, okay? Come on, leave her alone. Don't show her the shape of your heart or shape of any other body parts, okay? Leave her alone. Ugh. Well, anyway, 
So the rest of the album have these have these other gems that are titled things like Get Another Boyfriend, which I think you could probably get a, a clear message on the content of that song. Um, so yet again, a guy pining after a girl who is in another relationship, which is, you know, not great. Um, more than that is another song that's on that album in which the Backstreet Boy can love her more than that. What is that? And I know that this is kind of going off topic here a little bit. Meatloaf references uh, that in one of his songs. I do anything for love, but I won't do that. I mean, I always just assumed that was about anal sex. But in this instance, who, what is what is that? What can you love more than that? I don't know. More than what? I need answers, Backstreet Boys, okay? I need freaking answers. And also, also, Meatloaf, if you ever hear this, I would like to know what that was in your song because I am convinced that it's anal sex. Anyway, I digress. So, moving on to the different albums on this album, Black and Blue, or the different songs on this album, Black and Blue, uh, they also, the audacity of these fuckers, okay? The audacity. They have a song on there called I Promise You with the lyrics, it seems like everyone we know is breaking up. Does anybody ever stay in love anymore? No! No, they don't! Because you're fucking cheating on them! You're cheating on them! God! Come on! Ugh. Man, get it together. Like, I don't actually know this song very well. Um, I... I tend to listen to the like faster songs more than the slow songs, specifically with this album. If you're one of my friends, you've definitely heard me tell this story about how one of my friends, whenever I was growing up, whenever we got this album, she would only listen to the slow songs and I wanted to listen to the fast songs, but she wouldn't let me listen to the fast songs. So we only listened to the slow songs in her basement until her mom came down and told us to turn it down. And then she like made us turn off the TV and I had to go home because my mom was there. Anyway, so... I don't know the slow songs. So this song, I promise you, if you put it on, I would probably know it was Backstreet Boys. Couldn't tell you what album, but anyway. But still, does anybody ever stay in love anymore? No. Quit cheating on your girlfriends. Quit pining after other people's girls, okay? Or other people's significant others. I don't know. Is one of the Backstreet Boys gay? Maybe? Anyway. <clears throat> and this is not like a pro in sync. I, I, I just want to say that two things can be true. Like I can diss this album and still like Backstreet Boys. And that also doesn't mean that I'm dissing in sync because we'll deal with them later. Okay. That is, that is part two of my nineties music series. Okay. It's just, it's it, it, the, the, the whole album is hilarious. And like the, I, I would say that my biggest problem that I have overall is that these songs are bangers, dude? The the beats are so good. I like I said, I could you could put on some of the songs on this album, and I would still know them. Haven't listened to the CD, obviously, because it's been in the archives for so long. But like, it's just man, they're they're good. They're good songs, and I and I I hate how much I love them. But anyway, uh, you know, and then. So once I started listening to like all of these other mixed CDs, so moving moving away from Backstreet Boys just a little bit, I just I, I kind of had to go on that tangent because I thought of this last night and it just really like got in my head and I woke up like all right I'm ready to record, um, <laughs> but uh, but then it got me thinking even more about like 90s and 2000s like music lyrics and 
and they're absolute trash, dude. They are absolute trash. For example, who puts the lines, new kids on the block have a bunch of hits, Chinese food makes me sick, in a song? Like, I I can't, like, why? Why would you say, like, well, I don't want to hear about Chinese food making you sick while you're talking about a girl. This is all the, this is also the same song that has the lyric, Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. What? It just, it hurts sometimes. Um, but, like, LFO is not the poets of our time, and they're not making hits that are standing the test of time. I mean, they kind of are, because I'm talking about it now. Um, but, I mean, you could at least try to make some of the lyrics make a little bit of sense, you know? I mean, Savage Garden, I knew I loved you before I met you. Like, that's... That's actually a really sweet song. It was probably some wedding song, so I'm going to leave that one alone. Savage Garden gets a pass for all of this. They were just, they were a good band. Listen to their CDs. Chicka Cherry Cola. Like, come on. Banger. Uh, but Mbop is trash. That song is absolute garbage. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I have listened to this song at least a million times over the course of my life. There's no way I haven't. But I have never, ever actually known the lyrics of this song. Like, if you've ever heard me, like, quote unquote, sing this song, I just waited until the chorus and sang the mbop part. I mean, that song is mostly just noises and the word yeah or oh yeah. I mean, you can kind of follow along and, and live a lie like I have been this whole time and not actually know the lyrics. So, of course, what did I do? I looked up the lyrics. And like I said, a lot of it is just like noises or yeah or oh yeah. Or then they say mbop a lot of times. But there's like a line in the song that says in an mbop, they're gone. And like, what the fuck is an mbop? Do you just you just created your own word? And we're just supposed to pick up the pieces and know where to go with them? Like, what the fuck is an mbop? But I'll tell you what. So I'm still a banger and I'm still adding it to my 90s playlist. Like, come, it's just, it's just good. Okay. And then even better than pop music was the R&B, dude. Like TLC, Destiny's Child, Mary J. Blige, Janet Jackson, like, Ah, so, so good. <coughs> Excuse me. Still not the Rona. Um, but, like, all of that music is so good. And I'm not going to talk trash about the lyrics in R&B. Like, no scrubs. Dude, that song, freaking banger. And that tracks, too. I'm sorry. If you don't have your own money to pay for shit, mm -mm, it's not going to work out. Nope. We don't want no scrubs. They taught me that in 1999, and I have been learning that lesson ever since. Okay? So, R&B music stands. Um, Usher, although I, I have a qualm. I have a qualm with Usher. Uh, I don't understand why in the song you remind me. The whole point of that song is is you remind me of a girl that I once knew. 
uh, see your face whenever I look at you. I'm, I mean, like, that's why you can't be with her because she kind of looks like somebody who broke your heart. I mean, get it together, Usher. And also, sit down. This may take a while. That song is two, three minutes tops. That is not a while. And also, I would be kind of pissed if Usher was like, hey, sit down. We need to talk. And then for three minutes, he just told me how he's not going to date me. Actually, that's probably happened to me before. Man, I just hurt my own feelings. (laughs) So... It's also kind of bullshit because he dated Chili from TLC and they broke up because he cheated on her. So maybe you need to sit down. This may take a while and then let Chili from TLC talk about how you broke her heart back in 2001. Because that's that's the lesson you need, Usher. Definitely not dance lessons or how to be sexy. Uh, anyway, uh, I do highly, highly recommend this playlist that I found, um, that's called I Love My 90s R&B. Man, that has some of the greatest R&B songs, like, of my lifetime. Like, freaking love it. And also, uh, side note, since we're close to the holidays, um, if you've never heard of an artist by the name of Keith Sweat, you definitely need to listen to his R&B Christmas album. Like, that's that's an assignment. You should absolutely do that. Because there is a song on there called I Wanna Be Your Santa Claus. And I've never thought of Santa Claus as sexy until I heard Keith Sweat sing about it. So, yeah, there's that. Definitely check that out. Um, but, yeah, this this I Love My 90s R&P is, is definitely going to be on one of my top playlists now because it is so, so good. Boys to Men is on there. Oh, man, so good. Um, also, uh, I'm uh, in, in, like, in the era of the 90s, like, there's also um, my main chick, my main love. Celine Dion. And there will be no bitch about Celine Dion. Absolutely not. Unless I'm bitching about the fact that I haven't seen her live yet. That I will bitch about. And that's that's my fault. Because um, now, like, she's not performing in Vegas right now. And it breaks my heart. But that's okay. I'll see her eventually. We're, we're destined to, to have that experience together. We're destined to share it. Um, but she is amazing and talented. And I love listening to her music and this is not a new love you can ask anybody who's known me my obsession with celine dion runs thick and you know it's all coming back to me now that because of the power of love my heart will go on and and that's the way it is (sighs) oh celine but anyway i think that about wraps up what i wanted to talk about today uh thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening uh please make sure and tell your friends um I think that about wraps it up for me today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, uh, yeah, we've we've got a lot of good stuff coming up. If you want to be on the show, please reach out to me. Um, as always, please leave me five-star reviews on iTunes so that I can read them out loud. And please make them as funny and inappropriate as possible because I love funny and inappropriate things. Um, but, yeah, so happy holidays. Um, I... Happy New Year. Thank you so much. And 
please, please stay safe out there. Nobody get the Rona because I've heard that it sucks this time. It's like, what, what are we in season three now of the coronavirus? So yeah, let's be safe guys. Keep each other safe. Love ya. Thank you.